Fired up. Three, two, one. Fired up. Ready to go. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all ages. My name is Tony Visick, and you are watching, are listening to Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick. We come to you every day at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're coming up on our 100th episode, which I think will be sometime this week or early next week. Um, I could actually figure it out. I'd have to take off my shoe and use my counting foot. So, um, uh, but we'll be coming up on our 100th episode. We started this sometime not too long after the uh, initial quarantine, not the curfew, quarantine, not the uh, lockdown, the quarantine, whatever. Uh, it, in, in Arizona, it was a Governor Ducey's stay at home order. Stay at home. And uh, we complied uh, to a, a, a large extent and are still complying to a large extent, although um, a lot of people aren't and a lot of people didn't. And I had a concern that they were opening up the state too early. And man, do I get it. Are we all getting cabin fever and anxiety and wanderlust and concern, you know, and, and uh, panic and scared? Sure. Sure. Those are absolutely normal emotions during this time. But to give in to... Uh, Man, you know what? I'm not the governor. You know what? I'm not the governor, and I've decided not to run for political office uh, uh, this year, even though I was asked to, and even though it uh, interests me very much, uh, I've still got too much to do in conjunction with what I do with uh, you, with us, with all of us together. But I think we opened up too uh, early, and now we are starting to have issues in our state of Arizona. Um, I'm actually more concerned about going out now than I was during the initial lockdown. So, um, uh, still doing it, but still being uh, wearing a, wearing a mask and being uh, safe and socially distant. I'm not eating in restaurants. I'm not hanging out in bars. I'm not out. Uh, I'm not out uh, on disco night doing the bump with people. Uh, I'm not uh, dancing to "Do It in the Butt" by um, from the Spike Lee movie. I'm not doing any of those things. Uh, so uh, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm not. People say. People say, "Don't live in fear." Well, there's, uh, you know, do live in common sense. So we're trying to use as much common sense as possible. But anyway, like I said, we started this right at the beginning uh, sometime in March. And we're coming up on our 100th show. We should do something special. Maybe I'll put on a different colored shirt for the 100th show. Uh, every once in a while, if you've watched this a lot, hello, Tina and Mike. Uh, hello, Randy. Hello, Mary Grace, Greased, Greased, Greased. I'm going I'm to screw that up. Hello to everybody watching out there in YouTubeville and listening on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Uh, almost always I wear either a black T-shirt or a black shirt with a collar on it. Every once in a while, though, you got to tune in every day to find out. Sometimes I mix it up a little bit. But maybe I'll wear like some bold pattern, something, you know, uh, Paisley. I'll wear something Paisley um, for, uh, for the 100th show. Something fancy. Something fancy. Hey, uh, I got a couple things going on to tell you about. I guess um, Donald Trump is coming here to Arizona, you know, and it's going to be way up in Cave Creek, which is about uh, 55 miles away. Not as the crow flies, but as the car rides from uh, where we uh, are currently stationed. So um, I don't know how that's going to turn out. I don't see the wisdom. Um, you know, I know people have said uh, all those people were out protesting and how is that different than uh, Donald Trump's rallies? Uh, 
And uh, I get to say something that uh, uh, not hardly anyone may agree with. But while I, I support the right to protest and I support the right to gather uh, and uh, a lot of the uh, uh, protesters had legitimate reasons to protest and sometimes marching down the street is a good way to be able to funnel your anger and your rage and your impotence. Um, I don't know if the best, and you know, and I'm not dealing with uh, uh, people who are vandalizing. Um, there's some statues I think should come down, although that's just my opinion. I'm not in charge of those statues. Uh, but I wouldn't have put some of these statues that are up, up and, and uh, if I was in charge, although I don't think there's one single person anywhere in charge of a single statue. But if I was in charge... Look, if you want to have a statue removed from somewhere or you want to have your town uh, name change or something, there's a process. And that process protects everybody. It does. And sometimes the process is a pain. Yes, yes sometimes it gets hijacked. Sometimes it's corrupt, for, corrupt. But for the most part, there's a process. You want a statue taken down, you get petitions, you get votes. You go before the city council or town council or entity. Um, son of a bitch. DJ Payne just said they spray painted the Stevie Ray Vaughan statue. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Tell me, DJ, that you're kidding me. Um, uh, this has just become like a, a, a statue thing now. It's 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 say you know just say no to statues. <laughs> Not just say no to drugs. Boy, they sell you drugs all day on the television if you watch it. Take Pulikaga for. Diseases you never knew you had that you now think you do because we've described them in very vague and general terms. Pulicola may cause your head to explode, eyes to fall out. Um, it says, I'll say it. It says, fuck the police in blue paint on a Stevie Ray Vaughan statue. And God. Um, uh, I don't know. The Stevie Ray Vaughan statue would be uh, either in Texas where he's from. I don't know where it is. Um, that's just weirdness, man. So let me get back. That's vandalism. I don't support vandalism at any level. I just don't. I just don't. I've said it before. You really want to tear stuff up? You want to destroy stuff? You want to set stuff on fire? Do it to your own shit. Okay. F H R I T P. I know what that means. Okay. I don't know what it means. Anyway, um, I support people's uh, right to peaceably protest, to petition their government, etc. All that stuff. It's cool stuff. I don't know that it would, was the best idea for everybody to run up by the thousands and be uh, cheek to cheek during these protests. It just spreads the virus. I also don't think it's a good idea for thousands of people to get together to listen to any particular politician. The only one I know doing that right now who seems to think it's a good idea is Donald Trump. He thinks it's a good idea. Apparently not as many people in Tulsa thought it was a good idea as he wanted and I don't know, uh, probably 3,000 people will show up today uh, to see him at the uh, church in Cave Creek, which claims it has the magic air conditioner as seen on TV. This ionizer kills 99.9% .9 of coronavirus. It also gets rid of waxy buildup on your kitchen floor, and it gives your dishes a sparkling sheen. Um, so I don't think any responsible leaders should be saying, let's gather by the thousands to listen to me talk about my tie. Because the only part of his speech I saw the other night I tuned in was him talking about, and I drank the water, I picked it up like this, because I was wearing a silk tie. And if you get water on silk, oh, 
So I held the glass like this so I wouldn't ruin my toy. So anybody who watched that speech and still think it's a good idea to vote for him, I don't know what to tell you. Although I do understand this. And this is I'm going to say something to people who are supposedly on my side. Okay, uh, and I, I've got a wide side, ladies and gentlemen. That, that, that didn't come out right, did it? I have a wide side. Uh, not as wide as during the pandemic. I've, I managed to drop some weight just by not eating bread. And, of course, by stressing. Um, this is the Tony Vizic lose weight diet. Stress and no bread. <laughs> Do you want to lose weight, weight rapidly? Put yourself in deep financial hawk and then don't eat bread. <laughs> the Tony Vizic way. Um, I don't think you're crazy if you voted for Donald Trump. And I don't think you're crazy if you want to go see him live. I do think you're crazy if you sit out in triple-digit heat for hours just to go in and see him. I was outside for five minutes today, and that is nuts. That is nuts. So uh, we'll see what transpires as the day goes by. That's not what the show is about. I just like to give, uh, I like to give some thoughts at the beginning of the show. This is your daily distraction from all the craziness, anger, hysteria, anxiety, and hoopla going on in the world today. We hope to have a little fun. I'm in the comedy business. I'm going to make people laugh business. Um, I will say that as I follow certain uh, Facebook posts and people and stuff, uh, the um, uh, make people laugh part of the job seems to be lost on uh, a lot of people nowadays. And remember, if you call yourself a comic, and you, you know what? Anybody here right now can just, you don't even have to raise your right hand. Just go, I'm a comic, and then you're a comic. Put your name on Facebook. Say, my name is uh, Joe Schmucky, comic, and you're a comic. That's it. But if you're a comic, you remember your primary purpose is to entertain people and make them laugh. Entertain people and make them laugh. One of the first uh, important political comics was Dick Gregory. But, you know, once Dick became uh, deeply involved in politics, he stopped doing stand-up comedy for a long time. Stopped for a long time because he knew the two weren't going to work. Brilliantly funny guy early in his career. Passionate uh, and important member of the civil rights movement in the 60s. A guy who uh, sacrificed his career and put it on the line for what he believed in. But, you know, he didn't run around uh, and go, all right, now I'm telling dick jokes. He did for a little while, <coughs> but it just didn't work. So we're here to uh, try to make you feel good, make you have fun. And I got a couple ways to do that for you I'm going to tell you about right now. Tonight at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, I'm doing a free intro for my comedy workshops. The next one that you will have a chance to join will be uh, July 2nd, which is a Thursday, a week from this Thursday. You'll be able to join. Uh, you can actually go online and register for that class now if you so desire. July 2nd, that'll meet 6 p.m. every uh, every Thursday for five weeks. Or, or... What you want to do is uh, uh, attend our free intro tonight. We got a free intro at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time to our stand-up comedy workshops. In advance, check it out and see what I lay out. The program, the craft and technique that I share with you uh, works for you. It's easy to be able to attend this. All you got to do is go to comedyschools.com and copy and paste the, uh, the meeting ID and password. Put that into Zoom and boom, you'll be with me tonight as they lay out a one-hour free intro for stand-up comedy workshops. It's fun. And it's fun to be able to take those ideas you can't get. I had, I was doing a one-on-one um, a, uh, -on -one with someone where I'm just with them personally, you know, uh, via, uh, via FaceTime or Zoom the other day. 
And they asked me as I was helping them fix their jokes, they go, how do you do this off the top of your head? I say, practice. And you got to know what to practice. And you have to be able to practice it right. And that's what I will share with you in that beginning workshop. So you take all those great ideas you got in your head and heart and soul. And maybe in your genitals, I don't know. Maybe in your uh, buttocks. All your ideas. I don't know where your ideas rest. <laughs> and be able to turn them into something that causes people to feel good. We'll show you that. Uh, Friday night, uh, also, we have a free thing, Class Clowns. Class Clowns, this is the comedy showcase that has seen people go all the way from very first show to national television. We got a free advanced class comedy showcase this Friday. Uh, if you want to attend that, write me, Tony Visick at Comedy Schools at Hotmail.com, and I'll give you the secret code. Get a decoder ring. It's in the bottom of the cereal box. All right, you also get the fake tattoo to your lick and put on your arm. Oh, it's going to be grand. Um, and then this Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and people, uh, if you got to see something live in person, uh, I'm going to do my first live in-person show since the uh, pandemic, since the lockdown, the Doug, Doug Ducey stay-at-home order uh, came in effect in the middle of March. Uh, I will be at Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Glendale, Arizona, along with almost everybody you'll be able to see Friday night. They'll be live with me there. Some will, some won't. Some extra special guests, Bob Rocky, my erstwhile friend, Bob Rocky. So that's Sunday night at Stir Crazy. Easy to get tickets. Go to stircrazy.com or Google them. That's the advertisement. Now, those of you that watch the show on a regular basis know that it's built around three things. We're on three platforms. Comedy Schools, RadioNetwork.com, YouTube, Comedy Schools Channel, and Facebook Live on my personal Facebook page. Those are the three things we're on. And the show is built around three things. And that is interaction with you, your comments and questions on Facebook Live or YouTube or on uh, uh, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Um, and also some knickknack memorabilia, oddity, curiosity, memento that I have laying around the house here that I share with you and possibly a story. And I recommend two musical artists are a piece of music based on my vast vinyl album collection. I got something, a couple things that are really cool today. Let's get to the memorabilia stuff first. So this is a heartbreaker for me and I love it. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. So what does that say? Can't read his bear. It says best dad ever. And it's got a little bear. And the little bear has a green thing, which I've never known. With a, and there's a little dog under there. And it says, to dad. And the bear is wearing a hat. So uh, where did this shirt come from? And how long have I had it? It came from my darling daughter when she was a little girl. Now, she is a wonderful, vibrant, exciting, grown-up lady now who I'm so very proud of. But uh, she gave this to me for Father's Day when she was a little girl. And why am I showing that to you? To, uh, to brag, to show off. And, you know, most of you have something like that. Um, I got one of the coolest things uh, from, on this uh, uh, Father's Day. Cool stuff from my wife. Cool stuff from my daughter. And off from my stepdaughter who brought me a coffee mug. says, best bonus dad. And I like that title. Um, I showed this to you because my daughter gave this to me when she was little. I'll show it to you again. It's, a, it's cute. Okay. Um, and that right now she's told me that some of the, you know, and when they get older, when they get in their twenties and thirties and stuff, uh, they'll talk to you about their childhood cause it's a separate thing. Just like your childhood is a separate thing. And they tell you the things that, that maybe you didn't know. 
things they thought, things they felt, things they were afraid of, things that surprised them, things they liked. And right now, with the pandemic going on, there's little kids everywhere, okay, who are processing this stuff in their own way. They're processing this entire pandemic in their own way. If they're aware of it, if they're five, say maybe as early as three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'm talking about little kids. They're processing it in their own way. And a lot of that process has to do with you and how you're handling this. Because it this is going to shape their lives. For most of us, this is just something we want to get through and get out of and move on. And I think we will get through it, get out of it, and move on. I truly do. Not as quickly as I hoped. Not as quickly as uh, some people said. It'll be over in like a couple weeks. But for the little kids, this is going to be a part of their story, an important part of their story. 20 years from now, this is what movies will be written about. 20 years from now, when they're writing family stories that are on television, whatever sort of media that stories are transmitted on, there'll be a lot of stories of that. 20 years from now, 10 years from now, we'll be able to see what type of personalities have emerged from this. Tina, uh, Mike Lawson says, my son detailed my truck today. For me, that looks great. That's a good, that's a good son. That is a good son. Good for you, Mike. Um, yeah, you know, my daughter came here and uh, cleaned up a whole bunch of stuff for us that we didn't necessarily uh, want cleaned up. But <laughs> so, uh, but you know what? You got to let them help. You got to let them help. All right? Everybody needs a little purpose right now. Everybody needs a little purpose. And one of your purposes, ladies and gentlemen, is to make sure that there's enough anxiety and anger and fear and confusion and uncertainty with everything that's going on as it is, that you don't add to it in your household, that you don't add to it in your household, and especially with your little kids. You keep your sunny side up. You keep them moving towards being the most wonderful human beings they can be. And if you do that, I'm going to be your friend for life because you're somebody who I will admire. All right, um, so that was our little memorabilia thing. Um, I thought it was apropos with the other day being Father's Day. Uh, now, the uh, two pieces of music. The first thing here is kind of a, here. So who is that? People go, oh, wait a minute, is, isn't, that a, isn't that the girl saying uh, I love rock and roll? No, no, no. That is an early picture of a man named Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck. And, Jeff, and, and the title of his album is Shape of Things, and it's on Springboard. And I think it's kind of um, one of those things that uh, um, it's where a, a lot of record companies, music publisher companies were able to repackage guys' stuff, and they kind of got ripped off, you found out later. So it's not even on a normal label. But uh, this is Jeff Beck and the Yardbirds. And we've talked a lot about English rock bands on this show, a lot surprisingly so to me once I started doing it and how they broke down into uh, two major once you get away from the uh, the Beatles who were totally unique and were based primarily in rock and roll uh, you know they were uh, Chuck Berry and, and uh, melodies like the Everly Brothers interesting thing that Keith Richards said about the main difference between the Beatles and the Rolling Stones he said the Beatles had harmonies they had four voices so they wrote songs for four voices he said, in our band, the Rolling Stones, had one. So we wrote songs for one voice. So it kind of made a difference. But there was a lot of Everly Brothers influence with early Beatles. Um, 
you know, and other bands that uh, had great harmony in vocals of that way. Jeff Beck, and there was two, there was, and after that, there was prog rock and blues based. Procol Harum, King Crimson, Pink Floyd being prog rock, and then um, bands like uh, everybody else, the Rolling Stones and the Animals, uh, Cream, all of that, uh, Yardbirds, I'll be in blues rock. So this is Jeff Beck with the uh, Yardbirds. Yardbirds were an interesting band because they had, at different times, three of the greatest guitar players of all time. Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page, and Eric Clapton all played lead guitar with the Yardbirds. And this is the Beck version. And um, if you want to hear something cool, if you want to hear early blues-based British rock and go, wow, this still holds up. This is really stunning. You want to uh, Google or YouTube the Yardbirds, Shape of Things. Shape of Things. Um, there's several songs on here. Uh, most of them weren't major hits by the Yardbirds, but it was a Shape of Things, What Do You Want, New York City Blues, Someone to Love. I don't know if it's the uh, Jefferson Airplane version. Uh, Far RSG, Mr. Uh, You're a Better Man Than I, someone, uh, well, Someone to Love twice for some reason. Oh, it's an instrumental. Uh, I Ain't Got You, which is a great old blues tune, and I Ain't Done Wrong, another great old blues tune. So, uh, But Google uh, or YouTube, Shape of Things, are Jeff Beck of the Yardbirds, and you go, wow, this still holds up. The cool thing about the back of this album, it says, this album, also available on 8-track <laughs> stereo cartridge, right for free catalog, to uh, Springboard, Spring, Springboard International Records Incorporated. Here's the address. I don't know what's there now. Probably a, a strip joint or, a, or an Amazon delivery uh, uh, center. Uh, 947 U.S. Highway 1, Rahway, New Jersey, 07065. You can actually went to the place. I guess drove up and go, hey, I'd like, a, I'd like an A-track. And if you don't know what an A-track is, I don't have time to explain it to you. I will later on. Jeff Beck, man. Check out Jeff Beck. He's of the uh, three main guitarists of the Yardbirds. He's the one who got the least amount of fame and is probably the most prolific and proficient. Uh, Eric being, of course, the legend, uh, as was uh, what was several bands and solo. And, of course, Jimmy Page uh, with Led Zeppelin. All right. So this next album is really kind of offbeat. Okay? So look at that. You can't tell much from that cover. You can't tell. Okay? But this is, it says, Dwayne and Greg Allman. That's what it says. And it is. Dwayne and Greg Allman, but it was not the Allman Brothers Band, and it is not uh, even Hourglass, which was a band that um, Dwayne and Greg had before the Allman Brothers Band. This was the 13th of February, and I don't know the uh, I don't know the um, significance, but I'll look it up. And this was a demo album for a band called the 13th of February uh, that recorded in Tallahassee that uh, had uh, butch trucks in it, butch trucks. So this band had been around since 1965. This album was recorded in 67 or 68. And for this album, they brought in these two brothers who had been session musicians at Muscle Shows, Dwayne and Greg. Uh, on here, uh, they do a version of Morning Dew, which of course is a uh, great old anti-war, early 20th century song made famous to our generation by the Grateful Dead. God rest his soul. Uh, come and get me. Uh, they do uh, Melissa, which was the Greg, a uh, very early version of that. 
Uh, I'll change for you uh, back down home with you. Well, I know too well and uh, in the morning when I'm real. And also a very good version of nobody knows you when you're down and out, which is um, a depression era tune that uh, we all love, anybody my age, because of uh, Eric Clapton uh, and what he did with that tune and other artists. But they do a version of it here. It's not a great album. It's just Dwayne and Greg Allman. You can actually, if you Google it, you can find it. I found it easy enough when I was checking it out going, how the hell does it even end up my collection? But it does give you an inkling of what was to come. It does give you an inkling of what was to come. And I'm glad I got this album because it's very esoteric and offbeat. And uh, what does Tony like? Esoteric and offbeat. So, uh, all right, you know what? Um, I think I just covered the whole show. Uh, what's the important highlights from today? Uh, check out Jeff Beck and the Yardbirds. Uh, put in YouTube Dwayne and Greg Allman and see if you can find the, them with the band the 13th of February. Um, be nice to your kids. Be upbeat for your kids, okay? They need your support. They need your love. Don't let your fear, and boy, we all got some of it uh, overtaken when you're dealing with the little ones, all right? Uh, also, uh, over and above and beyond that, don't run out into a crowd unless you really got to it. If you do, wear a face mask, gloves, mittens, boots, a moon suit. Dress up. Dress up, God damn it. Uh, and also, tonight at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, I'm going to be live on Zoom with my free intro. Go to comedyschools.com to get the meeting idea. ID. Meeting idea. ID. Meeting ID and password. And you'll see me tonight, and I will tell you how to take your, I'll begin to tell you how to take your great ideas and turn them into something that you already are, something special. All right, thanks a lot. I'll see you all tomorrow, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This has been Living on the Thin Line with Tony Visick. Bye-bye.